Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. What does it mean to be a generous leader? Today's episode is the fifth meta skill in the bridge concept, which are the six meta skills of what it takes to build and sustain schools of excellence. In the last couple of weeks, we've gone over the four core meta skills, which are boundaries, relational intelligence, individual advocacy, discernment, and this week is generosity. The reason I chose generosity as a meta skill is because there are so many different angles and and perspectives of looking at generosity. At face value, many people view generosity from a financial standpoint, right? Philanthropists are generous. People that have a lot of money are generous. They give charitable contributions. But generosity is not just in charity or financial contribution. Generosity actually teaches self-awareness. Generosity helps build people's self-awareness around their sense of purpose. Where you are generous is directly correlated to your values and your sense of purpose and meaning that you want to have in this world. Generosity is a natural antidepressant. It reduces stress. It enhances purpose. It increases your lifespan. And leaders that understand that generosity is directly correlated with giving and receiving, right? Generous leaders know how to give and receive. The other reason why I look at generosity as a meta skill is because you never master generosity. You can always be more generous, always. And taking the time to kind of try on different forms of generosity helps you understand what fits your personality, your season of life, your makeup, you know, stage of business, stage of growth and development. There's so many different ways to practice generosity. So in today's episode, we're really going to dive into how I view generosity in the realms of a meta skill, how you as a leader can practice more generosity with your team, how you can model generosity for your leadership team at a administration, and how you can build a culture of generosity within your staff and your families. Okay, so let's dive in here. 
So generosity, one of the quotes that I absolutely love is, I've never found that my own light has been dimmed by lighting someone else's candle. Okay, this is from Ziv Aram. And I love this quote because many times when young leaders enter uh, positions of leadership, they get very kind of stuck on like, well, if I give this person, then I also have to give this person. If I give this person, then, you know, that person's light is dimmer. I have to make sure I give equal amounts of light to every single person. And I love this quote because it really shows like I've never found that my own light is dimmed by lighting someone else's candle. What does it mean to be a generous leader? It is so much more than what you actually think it is. It's about sharing knowledge. It's about giving other people credit for their ideas. That's generosity. Generosity is also about giving latitude and permission to make mistakes. It's trying your best to give them as much information and permission that they need to do their job to the best of their ability. And then also giving latitude and permission for when they do make mistakes. Perhaps above all, is generosity is about resisting the temptation to step in and fix. Even when you think something should be done better or different or whatever it is, generosity is about resisting that temptation to step in because it's being generous with the other person and giving them their opportunities to learn from their own growth cycles. And let me tell you something. For all the people that are listening to this podcast that are ambitious and that are type A personality or three on the Enneagram or whatever personality test you take, you're an ambitious, hardworking leader. Being generous in this context is deceptively hard to do. Deceptively hard to close your mouth, give latitude for mistakes, give coaching, give mentoring, show up, role model, give and give. And then deceptively hard to keep your mouth shut and give them the opportunity to learn and grow. It is unbelievably difficult. And this is where I coined the term the generous silence. Because the generous silence is providing space for the other person to learn how to become their own self. This is everything of what parenting is. Parenting is about giving generous silences all day long, especially when you've got middle schoolers, preteens, teenagers, young adults, the generous silence. It's about giving the other person the space to become their own. It allows the other person to take a breath. It's like this little whisper. This is an interesting place to be. Let's hang out here for a moment. A couple of seconds, a few moments. It's in that silence that insight, growth, and self-awareness and discernment emerges. The other person's ability to practice discernment, to become more self-aware, to recognize their likes and dislikes doesn't come in the lecture. It doesn't come in the teaching and coaching. It comes in the silence, the generous silence. Muscle, physical muscle that you build when you work out in the gym or with a trainer or go running or biking or swimming or whatever form of exercise you choose. The muscle doesn't grow while you're swimming. It actually grows in the rest and restoration period, in the silence, in the pause. But we live in a world where pausing is for sissies. Like, ah, who who needs rest? Who needs to do that? Ah, that's for lazy people. That's for people that aren't ambitious or growth-oriented. We got to grow, 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 grow every single year. Grow, 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 grow. Guys, it doesn't work like that. You have to pause. 
You need to give the generous silence because it is only in that silence that true awakening and self-awareness from the people that you are leading really comes out. There's so many leaders that lose their generosity before they even step into the role. You see, something happened to them a very long time ago that caused them to close down, shut down, protect themselves and get stingy. Whatever's happened in their life, whatever experiences they have, whether work related, parenting related, how they were raised, whatever. There are different markers in their life that have brought them to a place of shut down, close down, protect, get stingy. And so they have completely lost their ability to be generous. Right. Why do you find some school leaders or directors have such a hard time forgiving teachers mistakes? There's there's this like, this is my standard. No, that's not your standard. That's your unrealistic, ridiculous high expectation of not letting anyone make mistakes. It's having such high judgment for yourself and very little grace and generosity for your own well-being that you can't possibly offer that to someone else. Right. For anyone that's on their growth and healing journey knows that the less judgmental you become with yourself, the less critical you're with yourself, the more grace and generosity you offer for yourself, the more you're able to give that to other human beings. And many young leaders really struggle with this. They become very stingy with who they give their kindness to, with who they give their generosity to. They are terrified to be taken advantage of. They're terrified to be rolled all over. And so they protect themselves. They shut down. They close down. All normal human responses, right? The body is very smart. It has brilliant mechanisms to protect ourselves from pain and discomfort. A couple of months ago, I was working with the legacy leaders inside our legacy mastermind. And one of the challenges that I gave these leaders who are sitting in super high positions of leadership is a generosity challenge. And their generosity challenge was to choose one of these muscles to flex over the next couple of weeks. So one of them was don't wait for the reward, right? Give your leaders what they need or what you want to give them, but don't wait for the applause, the feedback, the gratitude. Don't wait for it, right? Give it without any expectation of getting any anything in return. And it's really hard to do that. It's really difficult to do that. And so this is where practice comes in, right? It's not you wake up one morning or you listen to this podcast. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to be a more generous person. Sure, that's a great intention. Love intentions. Now, how are we going to back that up with some simple action plans, right? Because you have to build this generosity muscle. You got to build it. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions. And if you're driving... Maybe you could pull over or if you're running or whatever it is and write down these questions so you can come back and kind of reflect on them later. Question number one, where does it feel like I'm giving more than I'm getting back in my leadership? Okay. Or in my business, whatever it is, where does it feel like I'm doing more of that? Question number two, where in my business or my leadership does a project not feel like, does a project feel like it's not worth the trouble? Right. Sometimes this happens where you feel like, oh, my God, there's so much trouble. There's so many steps that goes, I don't want to I don't want to do it. Right. That's you struggling with that generosity muscle, possibly. OK. And then lastly is where in my business do I actually get a lot back, but don't recognize it enough? So many times 
we actually get a lot in return, whether that's in purpose or meaning or quality of life or opportunity or freedom or whatever it is, right? <laughs> Getting back is not just being rewarded financially. This is where you shift your mindset of generosity, that it's not only in this myopic approach of financials. Generosity, being paid back with generosity is meaning, it's purpose, it's 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 legacy, it's playing the decades game. And so asking yourself, where am I actually getting back a lot that I'm not even quantifying as things that are actually super valuable to me, right? So this is another layer of the generosity pendulum that I want you to look at. And so generosity as a meta skill is when you can create a culture of generosity, When you create an environment where staff actually want to be generous with their skills, talents, experiences, all of the things, their opportunities, where they see a new person come in and they're generous and say, hey, you're also teaching the toddlers. I taught the toddlers for a couple of years. I'd love to take you out for lunch and kind of chat with you a little bit about, you know, I don't know, some of the tips of the trade. Would you be interested in doing that? I guarantee you, most of the people are going to say, yes, please. Hey, you're teaching the fours this year? You're new to the school, would love to sit down and have coffee with you one morning. Maybe you want to come a couple minutes early next week. Be happy to sit down 20 minutes. I'll give you over some of the lesson planning that I've created. Or I'd love to share with you some of the things I know the parents loved last year. Or let me tell you about a big, I don't know, event that we did. And the the dads all loved it. So you got to check it out. Be generous, right? Be generous with your knowledge, your learning, your expertise, the experiences that you've had the failures, be generous with them. Why does someone else have to suffer also? Share the experience with them. Share your wisdom. Share your wise counsel. Because the educational system, the way so much of it's set up is that the winners are the ones who have the right answers. And so we raise a generation of people that come into the workforce that believe that when they're the smartest, that's the way to get ahead. So I got to hoard all my information. I got to hoard all my skills because that's the only way I'm going to be able to climb the ladder. It's not. It's not the only way to climb the ladder. It's actually the worst way to climb the ladder. I'm not going to say that it doesn't work. Go look in corporate America. Throwing people under the bus still works to get to the top. It does. Now, you're not going to be the most liked person, but unfortunately, it still works as a strategy to get to the top. But if you have decided as a school leader that you're creating a culture of generosity, that in this culture, we share expertise, we share knowledge, we share ideas. And here's how I'm role modeling generosity. Be explicit with your team when you share, when when you do things that are generous. If you have charitable contributions built into your business model. Let your team know that, right? Schools of Excellence gives 10% of company profits every single year to charity. 10% of company profits go to charity. My team knows that. I'm very public about that. It's important for me to model to both my clients and to the people that are prospective clients or want to work with our company or partners that this is a value of ours. We are a company of generosity. God blesses us with X amount of money or whatever it is, and 10% of that is going to go to charity. It's built in, right? So that's a financial component of generosity, right? But then generosity is also built into my calendar. 
I do a ton of pro bono work for a lot of nonprofits that's built into my calendar, which means a certain percentage of my time is dedicated to pro bono work, right? I run a business, but at the same time, I want to give back. I want to pay it forward. And so I do a lot of pro bono work as well. Part of the podcast has generosity components built into it. When I go speak at events, there's certain generosity things that are built into that. Generosity is a company value. It's also a personal family value. And so when you look at generosity as a meta skill and as something that you possibly want to have as a value or a meta skill that you're training and coaching and mentoring on for your center. Again, I say this at nauseum and I'll say it again and again and again. Your bank account and your calendar will always tell me what your values are. How you spend your time, how you spend your money is who you are. And so if you want to be a generous leader, how is your calendar designed for generosity? If you want to be a generous school, how are your bank accounts designed for generosity? And so today I'm not talking about the financial side of generosity. I'm talking about your time components of generosity, the skills that you've acquired over decades of just living and breathing on this planet. How do you want to show up with generosity? Now, again, I could talk about this concept all day long for hours because I'm so passionate about generosity. I believe that when we can learn how to channel these these incredible gifts that we both have acquired over time, God's blessings of this talents that he's given us, all of these things, when we can learn how to channel that for other people and pay it forward and give that over. We are creating an incredible world. We're creating an incredible, sustainable culture. And you're playing the decades game and you're building legacy. Everyone wants a part of their legacy to be generosity. What the person gave, right? How they paid it forward, how they gave back to the world. And there are different seasons of life. There are seasons of life where we're very generous and there are seasons of life where we're not practicing that generosity skill uh, muscle as much because there's other things that we're looking at. But this is where priorities reset comes in, right? This is where audits, right? Not just financial audits, time audits, values audits. You can't just do financial audits, guys. You got to look at other areas of your life that you're auditing, your values, your time, your family, where things are going. What am I doing? Time is constantly moving by. Am I being generous? Am I showing up and anchored in generosity if that's a value of yours? So I'm going to leave you guys with this. I love talking about this concept. Thanks, guys, for tuning into today's podcast. Next week is the final meta skill in the six meta skills of the bridge concept. Next week, we're going to be talking about emotional regulation. Make sure to tune in for that. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there. 
I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.